Why the cross? Quickly, the cross was the worst way of killing the people in that time. And the Lord wanted to say the worst way to kill people would be the way to make people to live and rise again. It was a shame. Now the cross is a glory. Why? Because the Lord has given us our salvation on the cross. On the cross, he revealed the unlimited love of God the Father to everyone, even for the sinners. The cross, well, is the only way that someone die while he is standing which means victory on death. Death is not going to defeat me anymore. Even if I die, I die standing, having victory on that death. By his death, he abolished death. And by our death, we defeat death. That is why to be a Christian, it means to be baptized. And baptism is to die with Christ and rise again with him. As well, the cross is one dying while he is opening his arms, which means the unlimited love. I am still, though you killed me, I still love you and love the whole world and giving my life for everyone. On the cross as well, it is public. Everyone sees him. So his death would be a reality. No one can doubt his death. The cross as well is wood. It is the tree of life, the tree of life. Whoever eats from it would live forever. In the old days, when they crucify someone, they crucify them and make the cross very low 
So the man will die on the cross and stay on the cross outside of the city, in the desert, in the wilderness. And animals and birds come and eat him. And saying, I am on the cross, not for the animals and birds, but for you to eat me, to unite with me, and be one with me. On the cross, for the Lord to say to every one of us, I wanted you to share me, my suffering, so that you will be glorified with me. It is the worst painful death because the one who dies on the cross dies because of suffocation. The diaphragm is the one which goes up and down, makes us to breathe by the chest muscles, intercostal muscles. On the cross, these muscles get weak, and the diaphragm slowly, slowly cannot go up and down. And then I don't have the oxygen, I get suffocated, hypoxia and suffocated. And when I have hypoxia, it is very painful. It is a slow death and a very painful death. But the Lord is saying to every one of us, I suffered for you. If you share me my suffering, you will share glory. As the Samaritan woman today, we wanted to know what shared between the cross and the Samaritan woman. The cross simply means I sinned. And God, in his holiness, in his righteousness, still loves me. I could not go to God. So God was coming to me. He is the one who comes to me. He came while we are dead. We cannot move. We were prisoned in Hades. And he is the one who came to free us and bring us back to the paradise, back to heaven, back to the Father. 
as well the Lord is the one who went to the Samaritan woman to save her. Though the Jews never deal with the Samaritans, when the Lord said to her, give me water to drink, she said to him, you are a man, don't ask a woman, you are a Jew, don't ask a Samaritan. Then the Lord said, if you know who you are talking to, you would have asked me and I would have given you the living water. The Lord led her to ask. She would have never asked. She didn't know him. But the Lord is the one who comes to every one of us. That is why if you really want to have the cross in your life and to carry the cross, you have to do what? To deny yourself. Deny yourself. Pride is the most problem for every one of us. It's the worst problem. But the Lord in his modesty, in his humbleness, he accepted to save us, to give us himself, to be crucified instead of us, to die instead of us, so that he can save us. How many of us accept people who really harm us and hurt us and does not change his love to them? Deny yourself. The Lord denied himself. He, he put himself to the Samaritan woman as if he is the one who needs her. And that is the real love. The real love, I don't care about your sin. I don't care about what you have done. I care only to save you. On the cross, there was a thief who looked at the Lord and said to him, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Among all his suffering, he looked at him and said, today you will be with me in paradise. Not a single blame word he said to the right thief. Not a single blame word. 
when the Samaritan woman wanted really to drink from this living water so that she wouldn't come back to the well, he told her, go and call your husband. It means I know. He looked at the right thief on the cross and said to him, I know, I know you are a thief. To the Samaritan woman, I know you are a common girl. But I love you and came to save you. Only repent. The right thief said to his friend, the other thief, we are sinners. But that man has done nothing to be crucified. When he admitted his sin, when the Samaritan woman said, Yes, Lord, I have five husbands, and the one with me is not a husband. The Lord encouraged her. The Lord supported her. And she was amazed, amazed of one who knows the whole of her life and still loves her. All the other people were abusing her. But the point here, the right thief, is saying to the Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. But actually he means, take me with you. The Samaritan woman says to the Lord, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan. We don't talk to each other, but actually she wants what? to talk to him, and he talks to her. St. Peter on the boat said, I am a sinner. Get out of my boat. Actually, he means what? Stay in my boat. I wanted you in my boat. I don't deserve it, but I wanted you in my boat. So anyway, deny yourself. You wanted to carry the cross and to have the glory of the cross, deny yourself. Then carry the cross with the Lord. Carry the cross with the Lord. Accept, accept to give. Accept to do the effort. And when you, you accept to give, God will give you much more. 
much more. Give me water to drink. Did actually she give him water? I don't think so. What happened? That he gave her living water, eternal life. Give me your tents, your tents. I'll give you heavenly kingdom. Give me a little of your time. Give me your heart. I'll give you myself, my salvation. Hundred folds plus heavenly kingdom. Carry my cross. You will be tired. You will make effort. But I will crown you. I will glorify you with me. You will be risen. You will stay with me forever. Deny yourself. Carry your cross and follow me. Follow me. Be humble. Be humble. The Lord in his humbleness he defeated Satan. Satan till the minute of the crucifixion did not know whether he is really the son of God or not. He came to him and said, if you are the son of God, save yourself and save the others. But in his humbleness, he denied. He emptied himself. And the only way really to be able to follow the Lord is to be humble like him. Is to accept the cross with thanks. The cross in our lives might be anything. Might be a disease I have. Might be someone who is making my life difficult at my work or even at home. But the cross means to love and love and love and to deny yourself and to be humble so that you will be saved. Follow me. And the Samaritan woman once she admitted her sins and repented, she left her jar and went to the Samaritans and told them, someone told me all what I have done. Come and see him. 
maybe the Samaritans, they say to her, we all know who are you. What is new? And she said, no, no, he is different man, different man. He is righteous, he is holy. Samaritan woman saw him as a Jew first, as a man, then as a prophet. Then the Messiah, she started to ask him, where should we worship God? I know when the Messiah come, he tells us. So the Lord led the Samaritan woman the Lord led the right thief to be saved. There is a story about the right thief that mentioned that he is one of the rebels who met the Holy Family going to Egypt and wanted to rob, to steal them or to, it was a robbery. But when he approached the Lord, while St. Mary holding him, he smelled a, a, a unique aroma. Some traditions say, he smelled the same smell on the cross and made him as well to realize that he is the Lord. But of course, it was God's revelation to him. It was the Holy Spirit working in his heart and in the Samaritan woman. Samaritan woman is one of the many people in this great land. The prodigal son, the Samaritan woman, the paralytic man, the blind man, all of them are stories of what? Stories of what? Stories of what? change life, change life. Prodigal son changed his life. Samaritan woman changed her life and changed the life of all the Samaritans. Our theme two disciples went to the Samaria and when they went to the Samaria, they came back to the Lord and said to him, we need fire to come down to burn this city. The Lord said to them, okay, 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 I will send them someone else. It was a Samaritan woman. A repented, humbled woman. As the Lord has saved her, she wanted to save everyone else. As the Lord saved me, I should look for the salvation of everyone else around me. Anyway, 
all the stories of these some days in the great land are stories of a changed life and are stories of joy. Change lives and joy. I wish in the feast of the cross that we all deny ourselves. We all carry our crosses with thanks, with joy, with the change of life and to follow him in humbleness, glory 